Hi guys, today Paul from the Improve and Have Fun podcast and I discuss breakfast cereal, reselling, and a few other things that might mix in together well. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Reseller Niche Podcast, a show for e-commerce buyers and sellers where we investigate unique items being bought and sold and show you how research equals knowledge equals profit. And we are on. Hey guys, uh, welcome back to another episode of the Reseller Niche Podcast. I'm here with Paul. Paul, how's it going, man? Very good, Mo. How are you doing this week? Pretty good. Real fast, let everyone know where they can find you. My name is Paul V. Perez. The name of my podcast is the Improve and Have Fun Podcast. And you can find that at improveandhavefun.com. Excellent, excellent. Now, because I always like to eat, I always have food on the brain. So I thought... I don't know. I was thinking about cereal. I don't know why. So me and Paul were deciding to talk about breakfast cereal, cereal. What it, I, I shouldn't say breakfast cereal. People eat that. I, I, I've eaten it for dinner before. So <laughs> <laughs> Seinfeld style. But um, so that's the topic, cereal. And we're going to leave it at that, very open-ended. So I asked Paul to think of a few breakfast cereals that he may like or dislike or whatever. And that was the extent of our conversation about uh, research for this topic. So we're kind of going to let it go as, uh, I guess, see how it goes. So, Paul, um, what I'm going to throw you for a loop here. Could you, uh, breakfast cereal, first of all, are you a breakfast person? Uh, in my uh, now years, in my adult years, I am not. Uh, I, I only eat one time during the day. I eat a big meal at night. Okay. I do not eat when I wake up. Uh, I drink uh, water throughout the day. But, yeah. uh, you know, when it comes to, but I, I have so much to say. But no, yes, no, no to answer your question, no, Mo, no, no. I'm okay. not a breakfast person. Are you a breakfast person? I am now, which is weird. Uh, as a kid, and I want to say up until, say, junior high, you know, whenever you get those natural munchies, when is that, 13, 14? Oh, yeah, when uh, you're growing uh, up and like, up until, bottomless that, pit. Yeah, yes. yeah. up until the bottomless pit, I want to say no, not at all. And actually I had issues eating breakfast in the morning because I'd always take the bus or the train to school and I'd have like motion sickness. Wow. So, yeah. Like big, like I literally couldn't keep anything down for anything early in the morning. So it'd be like, I'd be on toothpaste for a couple hours. So that was me. Um, was that because, like, let's say if you had to walk to school, would that be the same? Or it was because you guys had you, you had to get on a bus to go to school? Um, I think it was the motion, to be honest. Because we you, I, literally, I would get up, and this is a cool tangent. Um, my trip to school, uh, it would be about an hour and a half. Wow. It would, it would be like a 20-minute walk to the train station. Not an hour and a half, maybe an hour. Um, uh, and then I would have to catch the 814 train. I remember it would go from, uh, it would go like only two, three stops. Not that far. It's not crazy. I wasn't going a hundred miles or anything like that. But uh, so I'd walk, go to the train station. And then after that, we'd either walk or take a short bus through. It wasn't far. It's like a half mile from, maybe three quarters of a mile from the train station. So long story short, in that time frame, obviously I'm on something that's moving. Uh, 
Um, even if I got a car ride, car would be the worst actually. Trains and buses are a little bit because they're not going as fast. But cars, especially the way my dad used to drive in and out, um, yeah. So nah, it wasn't bad. I make it sound worse than it was. I didn't care to be honest. As kids, you don't, you know. I didn't think about food that much when I was a kid. I think about it all the time now. Did your but, parents force it on you? Like, did they say, "Oh, you have to have breakfast"? So they were like, "No, you know, tried. it's okay." Yeah, they tried at first, from what I can remember. But my mom was pretty good about that. She she learned early on that you know what, literally throwing up in the morning. And um, they said it was just uh, just something that would like phase out. It did, to be honest. I think it was just stuck in my head once I got like you know second, third, fourth grade that I don't know I'm gonna throw up if I eat breakfast. I think that was just early on, maybe probably the first year, I'm guessing. But uh, yeah, no, I was fine after. I I did like breakfast. That that is one thing. Uh, I've always liked food, but I was never a big eater. Obviously, when you're a kid, you're not a big eater, right? I mean. I was never a big eater. And my family, it was the food, to be honest, was not like dinner was more of a big deal. Breakfast is kind of like cereal. Uh, we never had like, you know, I've seen people spreads at some people's houses. They've got like bagels and coffee and all this stuff. I'm like, no, no, you didn't see that at my house. Maybe now you see that because my mom's retired and stuff. But before, no. It was just in and out. We're on the move because, like, you you live in you're on the East Coast. You're in Brooklyn, so it's it's kind no, of. I'm in, I'm in New Jersey. I'm in New Jersey. I'm sorry. I always I don't know why I always think Brooklyn, but Jersey. It's okay. okay. Jersey, Jersey. But um, but it's more. You're more of a city. Uh, you're more in the city. It's kind of more that mentality. Like you got to be more on the go. I would say, even though I wasn't really in the city city i was more in the suburbs kind of on the outskirts now you're talking about in the uk or are you talking about when you were here I'm about the uk this is in london i lived in the south of london um so it, i mean it, i wasn't in like downtown i wasn't like in a like a manhattan type situation it was a regular house regular kind of, so it was kind of like a half suburb in the city kind of close so a, a kind of a cross section between the two but to get around, it was harder to drive. That was the one thing. So, I mean, people had to then, like, on the weekends, like, to get groceries and stuff. Now, let me ask you. But, like, yeah. You have kids now. Yeah. So, uh, are you? Yes. do you ask the kids, like, or do you, you and your wife, like, feed the kids breakfast in the morning? Or you leave it up to them? Or Actually, my mom. Uh, my mom. <laughs> my wife just got up, actually. And then the kids are right. They're in their uh, school right now. So, they were up. I want to, they get up early, actually. They get up on their own around seven-ish. They're in class. I think they're waiting in front of the class at 7.50. So about 7.30-ish, uh, my wife has either cereal, my son likes oatmeal. Mm -hmm. and then, uh, my daughter doesn't like milk or anything to do with milk at all, which is weird. When she was two or three, she couldn't get enough, but now she can't stand it. So she's not really a big cereal person. She likes like toast dry like with like maybe like toast and jam peanut butter something like that um she's the opposite of my son he likes like cereal oatmeal that kind of stuff uh heavier stuff if you give him meat he'll eat a steak in the morning that's what he is <laughs> <laughs> that's the way he is I mean, but, uh, he'll eat. but neither of them eat that much i mean even i mean eight and ten year olds are not that big so yeah that's cool. That's cool. That's really yeah. But cool. even right now, to be honest, right, I haven't eaten anything. I just have in the morning. My 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 thing is water, water, water. Um, I don't eat probably until eleven ish, twelve ish, something like that. 
Uh, probably like after this show, I'm going to go eat something. Um, so I try, I don't do, I'm not like, uh, I forget what they call it, but basically when you fast from like after dinner till like morning time, I don't really do that, but I kind of, I kind of do that in a sense. I try not to eat too late. Um, and, and I probably eight, nine after that, nothing, if possible, six or seven. Okay. And then uh, water, 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 water. Um, good, good, good. That's, I need it, to be honest. I need to, I don't really have a, 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 like a ritual of this. It's just kind of something I stuck to. I saw someone talking about just drinking water. Like the first thing I do is I have this thing in the morning and I've already downed one. It's wake up in the morning. It's room temperature, um, and that's water. Just down that's, in the water. Yeah, just water. Just water. Yeah, yeah. There's no. Uh, I mean, it's vodka. No, but it's, it's water. <laughs> <laughs> I just put water all day long that's good. if I can. That's good. So, so uh, yeah. talking about breakfast cereal, like um, for me, uh, yes. Food is not only just attached to hunger. It's definitely, and it's not. I don't. It's not exclusive to me. But food is like food memories. It's mm -hmm. like food emotionally, like food yeah. connection. So when oh, we grew up, we were so easily, and I would even say till today for myself, uh, and I'm talking about myself and my brothers and sisters. It was the uh, four of us at home: older brother and younger brother and sister, and, and like I was the second oldest, and. Uh, you know, we were so influenced by the TV when it comes to buying toys, when it comes to buying cereals. And, you know, whenever we had like the the the, the sugar cereal that, that was promoted and we just loved, like it, the box would be gone in, in like a number of days because like we just, we all had like a very scarcity mindset at home. Like we just want to get as much as we can until like, you know, and we didn't think about the others, you know what I mean? Like the other siblings and stuff. Yeah. So as a yeah. kid, like some of my favorite cereals were like, Cookie Crisp. If we had Cookie Crisp in the house, that that it was gone in two days. Easy. That's my sister's favorite cereal, by the way. She Your loves son? with like the Cookie Smuggler on the like has like yeah the, yeah yeah. Who who, who you said who? My sister's favorite. She you loves Cookie Crisp. <laughs> loves it. Loves it. Loves it. Eats it's it for okay. it dry even when it's like not even. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's addictive. It's addictive. It's it's yeah. sugar. And you know the thing with sugar is like you just can continue eating even beyond the point of satiation because it's like a drug. It's like this oh, yeah. dopamine receptors are just going bonkers. It's just more, yeah. more, more. You know, I can't yeah, get yeah. enough. So that was a favorite. Peanut butter crunch was a favorite. Uh, what else? Uh, I think s'mores crunch, but we didn't get a lot of s'mores crunch. But uh, Captain Crunch was a staple. You know. Um, what else? What else? Crunch, you know, Captain Crunch, the Crunch Berries, that was cool too, definitely. Uh, but like I said, the go-tos were definitely, like I said, Cookie Crisp and yeah. uh, Peanut Butter Crunch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah. And then, because we would see the ads on TV and then, you know, you want to, oh my God, and then, uh, you know, we want to buy it. And it's just, like I said, same thing with toys. And also, yeah. I would say uh, Frosted Flakes as well. Uh, yeah. But this is like a long list of foods that probably have given many people diabetes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but those are the ones that, that come to mind. Lucky Charms. We we wanted just to kind of try all the cereals that we would see yeah. commercials for. You oh, know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, uh, 
yeah, those are the ones that, that come to mind. Like I didn't prepare for this. I just wanted to kind of go from memory. But I know if my younger brothers or sister were here, they would like just spit out like other cereals. You know what I'm saying? But no, 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 this is perfect. This is perfect because you you give me about 15 different tangents to go off just in that little spiel right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. First of all, I don't know if uh, people or especially kids won't get this now, but breakfast cereals were literally like a giant marketing tool. They still Dude, 100%, 100%. It's similar like it's similar like um like you know, I love G.I. Joe. I love Transformers as a kid. And if you watch that fantastic Netflix documentary, The Toys That Made Us, yeah, uh, they, they talk about it. They talk about how, like, basically these cartoons, they were just promotional things just to sell the toys. Like, yeah. the toys came first, and then the cartoons came second just to kind of promote the toys. And they brought me hook, line, and sinker. And it was the same with these serials as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I know you, you kind of alluded to it already. The way we were, when we went grocery shopping, the only thing, like, because my mom would drag me and my sister there, the only thing we cared about was picking the cereal. <laughs> and it'd always be by whatever, like they would have that thing in the box, like the front cover, like it will be like blah, blah, blah toy or whatever movie or, you know, a toy from that. That's how we decide what to get. My mom would 90% of the time shoot it down because she didn't like it. She didn't like anything with sugar in it. She's always had a thing against sugar. Like um, in our house, in our house, generally, to be honest, the cereals that we would have were plain cornflakes, uh, like muesli, which is kind of like granola mix, like a generic one, and Weetabix. I don't, I, they don't really have that in the U.S. It's kind of no, they like, do. They do have Weetabix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know they, I've seen, I've seen it before in like supermarkets. Yeah. So then we would always complain because we're like. There's no sugar. So that granola has sugar in it. That's fine. I'm like, cornflakes don't have sugar. Weetabix don't have sugar. And then, so she she would do this thing where she'd make, get warm milk. She'd put the Weetabix in it. It would kind of sit. She'd add cornflakes. And then she'd let us add raisins. And she'd say, you can add raisins or you can add granola. There's your sugar. So that's and what- raisins have, raisins have a lot of sugar in them, by the way. Raisins have a lot of sugar in them, yeah. So those are the two things. And, you know, to be honest, obviously, we'd run off, because my household's a big, they're big tea drinkers. Even though my mom doesn't have tea in her, sugar in her tea, she would always have a big thing, like a big jar of sugar. So we'd always run over and sneak sugar in there or something like that, of course. <laughs> but I, mean, I will, I just wanted to interject one thing, one thing like, uh, and I noticed this, like, being like, we were big cereal eaters as kids. Yes. So- like you know you're telling me about that you guys would have it with warm milk it like, yeah. completely like grosses me out because like for me it had to be cold milk if the, no, milk only, was... the Weetabix. only the Weetabix because if you have Weetabix oh, wow. milk, yeah. it's like sludge but yeah if yeah. I had cornflakes no no I'm with you right there I'm with you right there <laughs> yeah because it's cold it's like delicious but like warm I I went to the the one time that I remember that we went to the Dominican Republic like you know we were accustomed to having cereal and yeah, you know yeah. they had they had they given us milk with cereal and the milk was like like room temperature to lukewarm. I was like, I can't eat this. You know what I mean? It's like, but, but I'm just saying like we're in a third world country too. I'm saying, you know what I mean? So I'm just like, you know, first first world problems kind of thing at that, that no, point. I, mean, I, that. I remember we were, you know, whenever you go to like, you stay like a holiday in or anything, let's say you have that free breakfast and it's from like, you know, six to nine in the morning. I'll roll in at like 8.58 and the milk will be sitting out there. Sometimes it won't be cold. It's the same thing. You're like, all right, fine. I have to eat this, or let's see if I can find a bagel instead. So no, I'm I'm the same way. If it's cereal, it has to be cold, cold. Especially living in California, I could maybe, you know, with the when it was cold in England, you could maybe get away with semi-cold 
or semi room temperature milk, but not when it's hot. Not 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 when I moved here. I can't can't do it at all. So I'm with you with that. But then um, going back to when we picked our cereal, it, the funny thing is we would spend all this time. I literally spent we spent an hour in the grocery store. We spend me and my sister would be in the cereal aisle for like half an hour. Like, no, we want this. No, we want that. Knowing that 90% of the time, whatever we picked is going to get shot down anyway. But that <laughs> way, we'd still do it. I mean, you know, whatever, you know, Captain Crunch or whatever. Um, and um, yeah, yeah, no, that, was, that was cool. No, go ahead, though. Um, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, my goodness. I was going to say something. It totally just it left me. But uh, I do actually, still to this day, though, buy cereal i do not buy any of the sugar cereals because i now like i'm very picky about what i buy nine times out of ten i read the labels you know what i mean and yeah. like uh cereals i buy nowadays uh you know i definitely try to buy them like i'm buying like our parents would basically you know what i'm saying because the food that we can eat when we were kids is not the same as we can eat now when we're in our 40s and 30s and you know what I mean? And, 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 you know, advanced stages. But what I am finding, though, is like the technology using to make these foods now. It's, you know, some of them like the one there's this one cereal that I buy. It's called like Three Wishes. It's a little pricey, but super high in protein. And it's made like from three ingredients. And like sometimes you could buy it with sugar, you could buy it without sugar. And even when it does have sugar, it's not like the sugar amount is not super high per serving. Uh, I do also eat oatmeal. Like I said, these are things that I eat when i'm kind of in the mood i don't eat these things all the time they're not a staple like in my like and I, i'm having this for dinner mind you like this is not the pure dinner thing but like let's say i'll have my main dinner and then i want something sweet afterwards it'll be cereal or i still have oatmeal like i like oatmeal now during the because it's cold in the northeast yeah, i yeah. love like i have memories of like you know oatmeal when i was a kid like when it's cold you know what i'm saying yeah. but uh i will tell you that sometimes uh, and I actually personally kind of suffer through this a little bit where those old food memories, you try to, I try to, not you, I'm sorry. Uh, I try to still kind of relive them and I end up regretting eating things that are based from old food memories and old food emotions. Like I'm, I know I'm going on a totally different place, but just hear me out for a sec. Uh, like last night, like I had a craving like for pizza, like, uh, you know, and I don't have pizza every week. I maybe once every two weeks, but like my dad, he passed away like from a form of heart disease. And like, I'm trying to be really keen on like what I'm eating and to make sure that, it, you know, I, I, for the most part, my diet is vegan is gluten free. I try my best to not have foods with any oils or saturated fats. And then I have pizza, which has a ton of all of that. You know what I'm saying? So, and then it's the whole thing of like, I'm having like an urge or a craving for it. I end up having it. And then I end up kind of regretting it later. It tastes great, but I end up having a regret later. And it could be the same with these cereals. Like, Oh man, I remember as a kid, cause they still sell cookie, cookie crisp. They still sell peanut butter crunch. Uh, but I know if I was to go and indulge in those things now, I completely would regret it. Especially when I read all those ingredients, the same with Oreo cookies, which I love as well and dunking them in milk, but even milk, like, the milk that I buy to have the cereal that I have now, it's a nut milk. You know what I mean? So it's not like dairy, you know? And it's not that I physically, like, it, it doesn't mess me up or anything, but I do know it's going to clog up my arteries. I do know that it has a bunch of other junk in it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm trying to just be healthier and have healthier habits as I get older. Because I think if I was to continue to eat 
like the way that I ate when I was a teenager, which a lot of people do, like drink soda and eat cheeseburgers at McDonald's and whatever fast food. You know, I die of a heart attack, you know, uh, in the, in my 40s or 50s, God forbid. Well, I don't wish that for me or you or yeah. you know, anyone in your family. You know what I mean? So it's a whole thing of like that was fun when we were kids, but it also just shows you how maybe I don't know how is it that you found out about the cereals. But like I said, I'm so and still to this day could be very easily manipulated by what i watch on tv this day is more youtube oh yeah. yeah like you heard this you heard this thing on youtube kind of thing and then you like you know parroting this thing yeah. which i do often like this thing you heard on youtube or this thing you heard on a podcast so yeah you know no, no, i'm the same way to be honest i mean i guess people anyone under i don't know 35 30 may not remember i mean pre-internet advertising was all on tv Saturday morning cartoons were huge. A lot of times they, I think they, they had rules about being able to advertise and couldn't advertise unless it was tied to a cereal or tied to a toy or something like that. So they would make these cartoons based on that, you know, uh, so they could advertise to you. Like, so those, I, I remember one distinctly. I mean, you're, you're talking about memories here. Um, I didn't really, to be honest, have any super sugary cereals until I came, we, I visited the U.S. a couple of times, I think 86 and 87 in the summers and my cousins were here and they would, like my aunts would allow them to get pretty much anything. And then, uh, I mean, obviously within reason. And then one of the ones I remember there was one summer, I don't know if you remember this, Captain Crunch had some kind of promotion going on. I'd never had Captain Crunch. I don't think they sell in the, in England or maybe they didn't back then. And they had this promotion where we were there for like a month. So they have like every week they're going to release some toy and you have to find a decoder number or something. Yeah. yeah. So going to the grocery store, going to food for less, I think, if they still have those. Um, and look boxes, even though they all look the same, like, should you think it's this one? No, it's this one. Okay. Let's grab, let's grab the one in the back. Literally buying and trying to get two boxes and, you know, maybe we'll get two Dakota rings or two code, whatever. So that's how bad it was that, I mean, and I saw other kids there. Look, you see all the kids, their eyes light up in the cereal aisle. It's just like, it's like, they know, okay, they're going to buy the cereal. They're going to try and buy the toy. Maybe they'll buy something afterwards. So they got us hook, line and sinker. So I remember that captain crunch. I don't even know what it was. All did, I you remember eat, did you eat the cereal or did you guys just buy it for the toy? To be honest, I might not. Well, that's another thing. It's funny. We wouldn't, if my mom ever let us get something with a toy in it, to be honest, we would just dig all the way down and piece, whatever it was is all the way in the bottom. So you dig all the way down to the bottom, grab whatever it is. And then she, she'd be looking at us like, you're going to finish that box now? Like you're not getting anything else until you finish the box. And she was, she didn't let us uh, get anything else until we finished the box. So be like, if it was bad cereal, Oh my goodness! I mean, like, ah, how do we get rid of this stuff? I mean, like, <laughs> but yeah, she she stuck to her word. She didn't let us go. We would have to eat it, even if it was bad. I remember a couple of times I got some strange wheat type cereals. So as kids, I was like, Ugh, no, I can't eat this. But she made us eat it. Wow! <laughs> she made us eat it. <laughs> let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I I find, you, do you guys have? cable tv in the house or is it just the internet or no we used okay, to so, yeah because okay, so, i find it super interesting now because like you have kids right so uh, like when they watch stuff yes are they getting ads with things that they watch because like you know when we were kids like 
you know, we watch things and purposely they targeted ads because it was they knew that kids were watching. But like with streaming, those ads are not so much there. So how are they finding out like about I mean, how are they finding out like about toys or how are they finding out about like cereals? And things of this nature. Is it like a is it like a YouTube algorithm thing? Like let's say they're just watching YouTube and they got a they saw a toy like an unboxing and then they get fed a bunch of other videos. Is it something like that? Or like how are your kids? I'm just curious. I'm sincerely curious. Like yeah. how are they getting getting advertised to? And then they come oh. to you and mom, dad, I want this, I want that. Oh yeah. Yeah, my daughter is the best of this. She's eight and she a lot of times it's YouTube, to be honest. YouTube is a huge pusher. In between videos, not only in between videos, they have all of these like unboxings. Like there's little kids unboxing, not just little kids, everyone unboxing this, unboxing that. Um, and those videos get like millions of hits. So literally they're just watching an hour long ad for whatever toy it is. And then, so that's, that's a huge one. Um, and I'm pretty sure like, there are commercials still on like, see, I don't have Disney Channel, I think, or like Nickelodeon, like those cable channels. So if people have those, they still have those. Um, Disney Plus, I don't know if they have ads. No, they don't. They don't have ads. Yeah. Disney um, Plus is have ads. Yes, okay. But I'm pretty sure, but I don't know if they still have the old Disney Channel. It's probably gone. Now. I think it was probably but the I think Nickelodeon cable. Okay. There are some, but it's mainly online. Um, it's mainly YouTube. I'd say YouTube is a big pusher of ads. And then Google, I mean, they're not really searching for stuff. They're just usually on YouTube or uh, TikTok. I'm, I'm not really that on, uh, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some kind of ads in there too. It's usually people pushing, like average people pushing products, testing products. Hey, I just bought this maybe even resellers i don't know like because all of this stuff social media social media is the big ad i mean people whether people like it or not social media is just another marketing tool for companies and so obviously like our morning breakfast kids tv that used to be the thing now it's youtube you know little bobby unboxing so-and-so toy you know um but they're not getting pushed cereals, though, right? Like, I mean, not really. Right? Not so much. I mean, I, I I can't remember a cereal ad. I mean, I, I, I try and watch what they're watching over their shoulders. And generally, it's people talking about it. Unless, to be honest, there's YouTube channels and YouTube um, people that eat cereal too and uh, i i don't know if they're that surprise me <laughs> that surprise. I, i'm sure there's a kids if somebody wants to look it up I'm, I'm sure there's a kids food um you know youtube cereal eating channel i mean i would not be surprised i mean it's all social media if that's how they're getting it to answer your question though i mean it's that's all so interesting that's yeah. so interesting yeah i mean big time i mean there because my daughter still comes up to me and then she'll, it's mainly toys though, I would say. I wouldn't really say breakfast cereal. So I think breakfast cereal, I think. Or food, I, or even food. Like, like oh, God, or like candy. Yeah. Or, it's she, just like toys. To be honest, okay, here's another thing McDonald's, Burger King, like the fast food joints, they are still, 
able to advertise because a lot of these kids still want like those Happy Meal toys and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I guess they're advertising McDonald's food. They're not going to be advertising anybody else's food. But, you know, that those Happy Meals are still huge. Kids still love them. Like they okay for example I'm not this isn't a Burger King ad or anything but like in my area since COVID started Burger King has this thing that if you pay a buck you get a free burger meal happy meal whatever they call the kids meal and it's free wow, wow. yeah that's crazy so they're losing know, money on that deal they they have to be losing money on that I mean they get a toy they get the bag they get you know whatever the food is in there you know full of lovely goodness but <laughs> what is it that they say about like mcdonald's and burger king like you can leave it a, like in a, in a plate like in a place for like 30 days and it never expires it just kind of oh yeah, 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 yeah. oh i mean you've, have you seen the thing i mean not to knock coca-cola we love coca-cola but i mean you've seen the thing where they put a tooth inside a glass of coca-cola right <laughs> it that's a totally like mafioso kind of move you know like let's put him in a put him in a vat of coca-cola you know he'll disappear you know what i mean Jesus. So, yeah i mean like I, and i don't drink coca-cola by the way i i haven't I, I don't think my lips have touched soda in a long time yeah that's a good thing uh i mean unfortunately we have diet soda in the house that's funny yeah. but that is because my who is it I think he's a friend of a friend. His um, he works at one of the either Coke or Pepsi. He's like he, he's a um, he works in there. And then the, I remember having a discussion with him, and the first thing he said is, "You have soda in your household?" I said, "Yeah." He's a why? And I said, "Well, because he's he and he works for them." He he said he said he yeah he works for them. I, I don't know. It's one of them. He's like I forget which. And then he's like, "Yeah, you should don't. It's like the worst thing ever." Wow. Just get rid of it. Doesn't matter what kind, what brand, whatever. Just get rid of it. Diet, yeah. whatever. Diet's just as bad. So I remember him saying that. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I mean, and no, dude, like this this soda conversation, it it goes hand in hand. Like I said, without talking about like food memories and even like advertisements during the 80s and 70s were like so like even today like like LeBron is like in this Sprite Christmas commercial, Sprite Cranberry or whatever. It's like like my family like. When when we would have dinner after yeah. we had dinner, we would always have soda to drink. Like yes. afterwards, yeah. I was like, and I just made you know, like just thinking back, I'm like, wow, I can't believe we used to do that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's crazy. You know, it's funny to be honest. I, I here's the thing about say fast food or soda or candy or any of those kinds of things. I think it's a good thing to have a healthy thing where you don't like those things, but naturally. Because with me personally, I've I grew up in a household where sugar was like the enemy. Like my mom made a point of it, like telling us, like we weren't allowed to have soda. Like really, weren't allowed to have like there was no soda in the household. Candy was like a big no. I mean, we had it from time to time. So it wasn't like you know going after us, but it wasn't bought. Like it wasn't on the grocery list. And like I said, with the cereals, it's usually sugarless. But I think going after it in that way kind of indirectly like once i got to like makes people go towards it right it makes so i mean that extreme so if she i think her attentions are great and still to this day if you go to her house she doesn't drink tea she drinks tea three times a day four times a day there's never any uh sugar in it 
like she'll, she'll, she'll ask me, oh, do you want sugar? And now she obviously she doesn't care. But um, I think that extreme mentality of, no, you can't do this, but you should educate that, you know, that is, stuff is bad, you know, but this is a healthy alternative. Um, so, I mean, she did that in her way, but uh, and, uh, it could have been done a different way, I think. But yeah, um, I to be honest, to this day, I don't really like the taste of soda. That's one thing. And I think that's what we need to get to. Like if you grow up in a household where you're available to have everything, but if you are kind of programmed in a sense, but to like stuff like, you know, vegetables, the taste. Because I think like, for, for example, I'm going off on a super tangent here, but my uh, kids, I want to say up until four and a half, five, you know, right before kindergarten, had no issues eating anything. I'm talking about fruit and veg. Like if we gave them a plate of celery and carrots and any vegetable you can think of, they would gobble it up. No, no qualms, nothing. But once something happened in kindergarten, I don't know what it is for both of them, especially my son who was, his favorite food, I kid you not, up until four years old, was beet, like beetroot beets. He loved them. Constantly like, okay, like we would go to like, uh, We'd have like these buffets, like you always have the salad thing. He'd get a plate of beets and eat them. And like now, something happens in kindergarten where it's like even the color green is like a bad thing. Like, oh, that's green. What is that? And it could be a green burger or green pizza. And they still be like, ugh. It's like a peer influence thing, maybe. Like, I mean, I not even indirectly, like they're kids, they're, they're little bambinos, you know, but like. Exactly. Uh, maybe they were around other kids, and other kids are like, "Oh, yuck!" You know, vegetables, and like, "Oh, okay." You know, then maybe they kind of pick that up. I maybe that. I mean, and here is the the thing that shocked me the most. I remember his, I want to say his fifth or his sixth birthday party. We had a cake. It's a cake. Come on, you know, brightly colored, full of sugar and whatever. And on the top, it just had like some strawberries and mangoes or something like that. And I remember we were slicing up the cake, giving all these you know five and six year olds. And at least three or four of them would pick off the mangoes and the strawberries. Wow. And I, I remember my wife just said, oh, sorry, you, you allergic. She thought it was like a reaction. Like she was asking like one of like the parents were there. Oh, I'm sorry, what, you, is there anybody uh, with a reaction to that? You know, maybe just fruit or whatever. No, no, they don't just don't like fruit. Wow. This is a long sickness. Yeah. And I can thankfully to this day my kids love fruit love it love it love it any kind of fruit they'll let you they'll take it not so much with the vegetables but yeah but yeah that really shocked me i'm like strawberries mango i mean they're and mango is like one of the i mean strawberries can be they, they can be sweet but mangoes like some of the sweetest fruit like mangoes yeah. bananas like these are some of the absolute sweetest fruit that sometimes i would even uh, you know like just like I said, for my limited research for myself, like I can't even go too deep into mangoes and fruit, uh, mangoes and like super sweet fruit all the time because it'll give me cavities. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah like just like uh, continuing, like oh, this is good for me. This is good for me. But I'll, I'll like you know. But even like the sweetest of fruit, having tons of it, can give cavities as well. Absolutely. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, it's better. It's better than sugar cereal and, and like fructose and all these other dextrose and all these other things. But uh, you know, yeah. yeah but uh, I mean, it has. It's loaded with vitamin C and vitamins. But even like super sweet sugary fruit, too much yeah. can get cavities. Like I've heard of people being like on all like fruit 
diets and like that ain't like super great either you know what i'm saying i mean good that it makes you go to the bathroom and good that you're getting all these vitamins but you know you need salt you need like you know there's a reason why day laborers you see sometimes they have like packets of salt and they just kind of like put it in their yeah. water and you know because they've got to get the electrolytes yeah, to kind of have salt. yeah the the energy to, yeah. yeah 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 i mean there's a reason that and i never get why people like kids would buy like gatorade as like a drink yeah uh, i have you seen how much salt is in that i mean one gatorade. but dude like it's funny that you say that because that's the thing about that I've noticed about cereals and oatmeal and milk. Because nowadays I look at ingredients for everything. I, I, I just that's always a an instinct. It's like I always look at the ingredients. I always look at the serving size. And with these cereals, like look at a Captain Crunch or look at a peanut butter crunch or look at a cookie crisp. Mm -hmm. The sodium is ridiculous. Like per serving, it's like a hundred to 200 milligrams of sodium. I was like, is this supposed to be a sweet food? And it's so crazy. Like the amount of salt in these foods, like, you know, we talk about that, like a lot of, and they have a lot of sugar and they have a bunch of other crap ingredients in there, but the salt is ridiculous. And yeah. then you think like, why is it that like teenagers are like so full of pump pimples and, and stuff like that is because these foods that they like, these sweet foods, they are so riddled with sodium as well. So, you know, it's not even a thing where I'm saying have it in moderation, blah, blah, blah. Just, you know, because everybody's different. People have different allergies and different reactions. But just look at the ingredients for things. You know what I'm saying? And and just know that if you – I know for myself, if I have a ton of salt, I start to break out in pimples too. Or like when you go to sleep and then you wake up and your mouth – it's like that happened with the pizza last night that I had. Like I woke up today. It's like my mouth was like a desert, like a salt desert. You know what I mean? Like I just felt like so much salt in my mouth, you know? Um, but like I said, that also can lead to like pimples around the body and pimples on the face, acne, you know? Yeah. So, but Mo, I'm going to, unfortunately I have to start wrapping it up in a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to run through a few numbers here really fast. Oh, please, please. Yes. Um, I mean, it's funny you pick <clears throat> the cereals that you like the most there. I think half of them are on my list here. Top five cereals that I picked for myself were Frosties, which is probably <laughs> U.S., Captain Crunch, Crunch Berries. And uh, number three, I picked uh, Berry Berry Kicks. Let's see, sugar, sugar, and sugar so far. Uh, yeah. Number four was Reese's Puff cereal. Oh, then, dude. Dude, yeah. Like Reese's. that, And that cereal came later. That wasn't like a cereal during the 80s. I don't know. That remember. cereal. Yeah, that cereal. Dude, uh, anything with peanut butter and chocolate. Yes. I, it's like, like I said, comatose sugar comatose but i'm with you on that one i, I didn't mention that one but like I, said, I like peanut butter crunch but peanut and chocolate together forget about it and then the last one on my list was something called crunchy nut which is a it's english but there's a similar one because it's made by the same people who make like kellogg's and all that um so i think it's similar to an american cereal too i'm sure they do have it and let me see here i was trying to see if there's any uh, I did a quick search on eBay to see what's the most expensive cereal-related product being sold. Right now, uh, the somebody's selling a cereal URL like their the URL cerealmeal.com for five grand. Wow, on eBay? Just yeah, on eBay. It's I didn't the, know you could sell URLs on eBay. Uh, wow. I didn't know that. Either. It says domain sale. Wow, that's cool. Breakfast domain sale. And then the highest, like actual, this, okay, 
Here's somebody selling just the front sign. It's like a kitchen sign art for Quaker Oats, $2,300. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That actually looks kind of cool. Quaker White Oats, Quaker Oats. And there's 29 people looking at that. And then <laughs> unopened box of 1979 six packs. Remember the mini packs they had, the little breakfast cereals? You get them. Yeah. A six pack of that. And that's going for 812 bucks. Wow. Those are super expired. Like there's dust inside those boxes. And I'm going to end this up with right the most expensive thing that I actually sold recently. I just typed in the keyword breakfast cereal. Well, it actually wasn't even breakfast cereal. It was a breakfast cereal signed bowl or ceramic art. Went for seventy four hundred, but um, Damn. yeah, I'm not sure if that was the actual price because it was t they took a best offer. Uh, as far as the most expensive cereal box ever sold, somebody took an offer one hundred twenty nine bucks for a vintage nineteen fifties Wheatina wheat germ breakfast cereal box, full NOS sealed oatmeal. So this is a nineteen fifties cereal. That's probably like for a museum or a TV yeah. show or something, you know, wheat germ. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess it just goes to show you, it doesn't matter if it's UK or here, sugar is the, the top selling, whatever. Sugar the, is king. Yeah. Uh, sugar is king. So, but um, yeah, this is a good conversation. I enjoyed it. Uh, great, no, great topic. I told you that before. I wasn't placating. Like, I sincerely thought this was a great topic, really. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. So, one final time, because I know you got to go. Let everyone know where they can find you, Paul. Uh, once again, uh, my name is Paul V. Perez. The podcast is the Improve and Have Fun podcast. I just released an episode yesterday and uh, regarding uh, meditation. Uh, there's also a review for The Amazing Race, CBS's Amazing Race. And I also just made some music of my own, and I put that on the podcast. Nice. So check that out. Once again, that is improveandhavefun.com. I'm going to put all that down below. And I'm going to put uh, Paul's Thank blog. You. I know YouTube is it's kind of his way for you to get to see his blog. So you got to check out his blog uh, because that has everything that he just talked about on it. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Yep. And if you guys are interested, we have a tiny Facebook group, Reseller Niche Help Group on Facebook. And until the next one, I just want to say thanks for listening to the Reseller Niche podcast. Have a good one, guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Reseller Niche Podcast. Show notes and social media links are located at resellerniche.com. Please comment, rate, and subscribe to us on iTunes or YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts.